0: beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of the excel beyond excellence podcast listen last episode was crazy and i just thought i have to bring henry back because we we didn't finish we have unfinished (laughs) business we have unfinished business henry so i mean you're no stranger now but you know tell the people something
1: (laughs) hey guys it's your boy once again henry Adjuman. adjuman When wisdom speaks.
0: Everybody listens. <laughs> You're like a co-host now. <laughs> um, but, you know what, today, from the title you've probably already gathered, but we're going to talk about having your finances in order in terms of relationships that even lead to marriage.
1: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you got people at the edge of their seats now.
0: Mate, I'm at the edge <laughs> of my seat. Listen, because I feel like, As a guy, this is me just saying, as a guy, I feel like there should be a level of readiness Mm. that you should come with when you are pursuing a fine young woman. Of course. Because let's say the woman, you know, she's working or she has her own things going on. You know, she's good. She can do bad all by herself. You know, (laughs) it's independent. Um, not a feminist, just misindependent. Okay, and <laughs> and I'm setting the scene. So then, you know, she's doing her thing, loving the Lord, you know, business, everything. And then, you know, a young man comes along. He sees an interest, but he's broke. Mm. I don't think that any woman wants that. Do you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, but like, but like with a guy, yeah. I feel like. He sees a girl, he likes her, he doesn't really care that much if she has her finances in order. But with when it's the other way around, I think that plays a part because I'm thinking, will we be able to go on dates?
1: But you know what? I think that a lot of guys, even before they fully pursue, they've they've smelt the terrain.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So they know if this is an area in which I can venture. So a lot of guys that know that now this girl she's she's ticked the boxes yeah. in her own life, yeah, and you are not really up to scratch in, mm-hmm. in any way, shape or form. they won't even venture, they won't go as far to to go and say, "You know what I want to take this further because they know that a rejection is coming very soon.
0: Are you sure cause there's some brave guys out there there are
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are, but you will see that a lot of girls that's why a lot of girls that have it all together they say they say that um they don't see, you know, certain guys coming their way. Mm-hmm. Or if it is guys coming their way, then it's guys that just, I don't know. I don't yeah. know, know why they're coming, some mm-hmm. sort of thing. But it's because a lot of guys will see it, and I think I mentioned it in the last show, that um, as a bit of an intimidation. Mm. But that shouldn't be any reason why a female yeah. should, should um, not want to get their lives in order. But from the guy's perspective now, I feel, I feel... Tell us, sir. That... Before you even have it in your mind that you want to take a relationship with a female to the next level, yeah, so like past just the normal friendship level,
0: mm-hmm. come correct. That's it.
1: So, the same way we say you need to be spiritually ready, the same way we say that you need to be, you know, emotionally ready, mentally ready, then you need to be financially ready, yeah. Now that's not to say that you have to be a millionaire or mm-hmm. you have to have tens of thousands in your account, but you need there's a certain standard that you must yeah. meet because even when it comes to buying the ring, yeah, you need money to buy it. You and, need money to go down then, the money.
0: That and I think that's why people probably have like a prolonged um, relationship because it's like when he then feels like he's ready, that's when now he's saving towards saving towards um, the ring. Yeah, whereas. If he had been thinking about it from day when he was ready, he could have put a ring on it.
1: But then now we're we're putting girls on this thing where, okay, wait for me to get ready. In the meantime, uh I'm just I'm just taking you on a journey that even the girl doesn't know no, whether it's getting where, to a, yeah. a destination that's worthwhile or not. Yeah. So I don't think that should be the way it should be done.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think we should come correct. As a guy, we should come correct. Knowing that, okay, cool. I don't have to have it all together. because mm-hmm. I think that's also another pressure. Yeah. That we feel like we need to have the house. We need to, you know, have the mortgage money ready and all that stuff before we can even approach. Yeah. But there is a beauty in building.
0: Definitely. There's a
1: beauty in building together, yeah, together. with a female or a woman um, in the sense that we know that when we eventually get there, it was a joint effort as well. And mm-hmm. the woman will also feel like I didn't just attach myself to an already made man.
0: Man, yeah. I
1: helped his progress. I helped him get to even where he is now. Yeah. I think there's joy and there's yeah. in that as well.
0: Yeah. No, definitely. Because I, I don't think, there's two ways, actually, because I was listening to another podcast where it was like, females can, let me not say females because you know, the feminist, but <laughs> <laughs> women w- will sometimes turn the other way when a guy approaches them because they don't look financially stable <laughs> and i i think that sometimes that th- there is more to life than just money 100%. and so if he has the right qualities i don't think that just that finance aspect should rule him out yeah and yeah. i don't think that that should be like a determining factor um but i think it's also important to know that though he may have good qualities the finance aspect because obviously we're just talking about finance today the finance aspect it doesn't mean that like you said he doesn't have to be a millionaire I don't think but the fact that he knows what he's doing yeah. Um. He, when it comes to saving you know he doesn't have like an issue where you're saving together and you're you ask, you know, where's the money, and he can't tell you where the money is. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and and then that that even speaks of his character mm-hmm. because it's like he's not someone who communicates well. Mm-hmm. He's not someone um who is able to build together. Yeah, you know. So I think it, it it tells you the kind of person that he is, but it shouldn't be a thing where it's like, oh, he doesn't save, so
1: because I think the main thing from the girl's perspective, is as long as he's got the vision. Yeah. If he's got the vision, it could be that all he needs is one piece of advice that could come from the female Mm -hmm. that could just put everything else in order. Yeah. And because he's already got the vision in place and now he's got you, who's probably um, a better steward financially, Yeah. then that's when the two people can build that empire become that formidable force. And again, whenever a girl is approached by a guy, I would always say, give him a chance.
0: Where are you going with this, sir?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't just rule him out because of what you see from the external.
0: Mm.
1: Because for all you know, what you see on the external is temporary. Yeah. And it's just a matter of time. Mm -hmm. It could be weeks, days, months, a year that what was at the bottom is now at the top. Yeah. And what was at the top is now at the bottom. Yeah. And then you'll see him, the same guy that you rejected, Has now become the chief Chief say, I knew you were going to say that. I
0: knew No, but okay, cool. So we've established that. But on social media, there is this thing where it's like, who's paying for the first date? Should a guy be paying for the first date?
1: Is that Christian? Yeah!
0: (laughs) I like, because I... No, yeah, I want to hear your thoughts.
1: Um, Yes, I think it's... it's, um... Courteous. It speaks well of the guy that when you are taking a lady up, because you asked her out, I'm presuming.
0: I'm also presuming.
1: <laughs> you asked her to leave her house and to join you at a certain place. Mm-hmm. So then it's very respectful of you to pay the bill and to just make her feel like the queen that she is. <laughs> 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 um, now, it doesn't mean that whenever the two of you go out after this first time mm-hmm. that the woman should always be expecting the man to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, the more serious the relationship becomes, the more you actually realize that, you know what? If I'm paying, it also speaks well of me as a female. Yeah, It makes him understand that, you know, he, she's also caring about my pocket.
0: Yeah.
1: And it makes you look like a... Um, Selfless, it gives you that selfless um, mm-hmm. thing about you as well. And it speaks well, very well of the female. So there is a balance. There's, mm-hmm. There has to be understanding.
0: But no, there is definitely a balance. But I feel like maybe there are some women out there that they don't expect to be paying. So if like a female, a woman is bringing out her purse, it would be courteous, courteous of you she be like, no, I've got this.
1: <laughs> are we talking about on the first time or in general?
0: In general. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I mean, let me speak from my own experience. There are times where I've gone out and Mimi has paid. Mm-hmm. And I let her pay.
0: Mimi is his wife. <laughs> That's I'll put that out there.
1: <laughs> so I guess it is very much different when the relationship is a lot more serious. Yeah. And even before um, we got married... Mm-hmm. That was the case. Mm-hmm. Like there'll be times where she would literally just just do it, and it didn't become a thing. It wasn't like, yeah. oh my gosh, I feel like a, I, f- I don't feel like a man because I didn't pay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it gets there, yeah. But at the beginning, at the beginning, I was very conscious mm. that no, I, I need to make sure that I'm the one paying, I'm the one doing this, and yeah. even apart from going out, um, there was a there was a responsibility I felt on myself to gift her when it's not her birthday when it's mm-hmm. not Christmas. like yeah. just.
0: But do you feel like that was societal pressure or just because there's no handbook, there's no, 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 no manual no, no. as no, no. to why you felt the yeah, responsibility? Yeah, it wasn't,
1: it wasn't societal pressure, definitely not. Yeah. Um, but again, like what I said, you want to make her feel special. Mm. And one of the best ways you can make a girl feel special is by buying things and, you know, providing financially. Mm. So then that's where that pressure is. Because mm. you care about her so much, you want her to feel good. Every day of the week Aww. so then you sp- <laughs> so then you spend money, yeah, but in order to spend money you have to have money, so that's where that pressure comes yeah. in.
0: yeah yeah, because the, the thing is that, that there could be a desire for guys to do that, but sometimes you know the, the pocket that account balance is not correlating cut your the- coat
1: according to your size don't go and buy her Balenciagas if you are struggling to pay your rent. Right. Or if you don't have money, you don't even pay your tithe but you're buying Balenciagas for a
0: gift. Oh! It's a problem. It's a problem.
1: Buy her pumas. (laughs) Yeah? Buy her Cortez. Buy her something that your money can stretch to. I don't even know why I'm laughing because I have (laughs) puma, but
0: like...
1: (laughs) No, but the thing is, she will appreciate the effort you've gone to Mm -hmm. to buy her a gift. Whether they are Balenciagas or they are pumas. Yeah. It's the effort that she's and going I to And I also recognize. think
0: that I think sometimes guys start off very high mm. and so they're unable to maintain that. And so it translates to the woman as he doesn't care anymore wow. or he doesn't care as much as he used to, you know. At the beginning, he was doing this and that. Yeah. And it's like, start how you feel like you'll be, be able, able to maintain. To maintain. Yeah. Because if maybe, you know, first date, you bought me something designer, You're kind kind of setting the relationship in a way that I'm now subconsciously expecting these things. These
1: things at all times. At
0: all times. So now my birthday comes up and, you know, you're not going all out. And then I'm thinking, right, there's an issue here. There's an imbalance because, you know, you were doing this back then. And I, I think guys also need to see how their actions translate to the women. Mm-hmm. Um, because it definitely, if you're starting high and you're then going downhill, there is an issue. But if you start from a level that you're able to maintain, so you cut your coat according to your size, yeah. and and you're letting her know that this is the standard of the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this is the standard of the relationship, and so that when you do go above, she's like, "Wow, yeah,"
1: but and it's not the norm. It's a, it's a wisdom because I was very cautious and mm-hmm. intentional about mm-hmm. this, knowing that even though I could. I won't. Mm-hmm. Because my my plan is that as the years go on, it gets better. Yeah. The, the gifts get more expensive. Yeah. But but a lot of people don't have that understanding. No. It's because they're trying to win the girl through the gifts. That's what
0: I was going to say. They're trying to impress her.
1: They're trying to do that. And if you're at that stage, then you have to question, one, whether you're even ready
0: yeah. for
1: this relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if you're saying to yourself that, oh, if I don't buy this for her, then she's probably not going to want to be with me, then she's not the right person for you anyway.
0: Mm. well <laughs> true <laughs> but then yeah, yeah that's true that's true okay so we've established that in dating <laughs> like you have to cut your coat according to your size but, and I think that there is social media plays a big oh. part Do
1: you know I this. saw I saw one post I think it was going um it went viral at a point
0: yeah 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 another yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: and um the person, I think a guy and a girl were together, bags, you know, expensive stuff were yeah. bought. But then on the on the back of the guy, there was like a bomb. Yeah. Um. To, and it said debt on it. Debt, yeah. And it, that was a fantastic depiction of what is actually going mm-hmm. on. That people are showing us the world through social media, that they're bowling, that they're living their life. But really, mm-hmm. there's bailiffs knocking on their door. Fam,
0: coming any minute.
1: <laughs> and just to keep up that facade. Yeah. For people that don't really know you, don't care about you, yeah. but you want them to just be impressed by you.
0: By you,
1: yeah. It's a demonic spirit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, th- I think that is very problematic because then you're you're not only putting pressure on your partner because, I mean, sometimes there are females that want to look like the social media goals. Mm. And so they are doing things. That, the reason for them having date night is to show... I, listened, I listened
1: to a podcast and a married woman, um, I think she was from Bethel Church, a church in America. She she was giving advice, her and her husband, and she said, one of the worst things you can do as a married couple is put your marriage on social media. Mm. And even compare your marriage to marriages on social media. Yeah, Because you will look at that and then feel like what you have is not good enough. Mm-hmm. So advice that I took from there And I heard that even before. Yeah. And I said, you know, that's very true. Yeah. Because it puts some unnecessary pressure on you to feel like you need to amount to a certain level that you yourself know that if it wasn't for this, I would not even have an interest in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Literally. What's the point of going... I mean, now when lockdown anyway, hopefully easing, but like people are literally going out just to show that they can. Going on expensive holidays with their partners just because social media
1: and one of the one of the biggest issues amongst couples is the lack of money.
0: Yeah.
1: You will see that when you come back from that holiday there'll be more problems that you come yeah. and face than you left behind before yeah. you went because the holiday doesn't amount for the lack of financial freedom that you mm-hmm. have as a couple. Yeah. Listen, it will be one of the biggest tensions that you will face when you don't have money as a, yeah. as a couple. So you have to understand that even if we don't go on this expensive holiday, but we are financially free, that will bring more happiness than the holiday we will go on. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. But it's a level of
1: understanding that not many guys will have, not many women will have. And again, if you don't have this level of understanding, the truth is, you're probably not ready Ready. to go into these kind of relationships.
0: And I also think that even as, um, as just entering into a relationship, that, this is a conversation you should be having with your partner. And a lot of people shy away from it because they feel like it's too soon. Yeah. Like, oh, why are we talking about money? We don't even know if we are get married. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? But I, I, I did, I think last year or something, I did um, a Q&A on Instagram. Yeah. And I was saying like, what would you do if you're now married and your husband or your wife then tells you they have a 30K debt? now henry is this a lack of homework or lack of transparency yeah. because i feel like this should be a conversation that should be had yeah you know and people are not having that and i always encourage people like to have these conversations to have that because the same way you're talking about your goals what you want to do your i don't know what people talk about in their relationship but i'm assuming you talk about goals yeah. you talk about you know, what you want to achieve. You talk about how you can make a relationship better. Mm -hmm. And why not talk about finances when that plays a vital role?
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, if you're getting married and you don't know the financial strength of your partner, then there's a lot of question marks. Yeah, There's a lot of question marks. I understand why maybe as friends, you won't know the financial strength. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you enter that courtship stage, where it's like, okay, now this is getting serious, you know, Parents are involved, pastors are involved, counselling, starts and yeah. all that stuff. That is where you're starting to have these conversations. That's where you're opening bank accounts, yeah. joint bank accounts together. No,
0: but I feel like it should even be before, you know.
1: In terms of those conversations... Well, you have those conversations, maybe on a on a individual le- level. Yeah. Depending on how close you are with them as a friend. Yeah. Like, oh, so, how are you financially... But yeah. like, at that point, people don't really want to give too much information away.
0: No, but I mean, like, at the beginning of your relationship, so, you know, you're, you're now together... You know, you've established, you know, that this is the path you're going to be taking. <laughs> but then I feel like at that point, you should also talk about, you know, finances. Like, how are you financially?
1: And how you will save. Yeah. but that's a conversation I had in terms of how how are we going to save? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the method? Yeah. Do we bring all the money together? Do yeah. you pay this and do you pay that? Yeah. And by the time you get into um, your marriage, you've already got this established yeah
0: exactly and it's, and it's
1: not now that you're thinking about wait whose account is this coming out of yeah yeah
0: it's because, important it's very important because the more you speak about it the more you actually understand how the person is and their financial behaviors and i think in a relationship is where you can also spot the patterns that the your partner has so
1: spending habits
0: spending and habits and and i, I heard You know, because money is one of the leading causes as to why people divorce. Now, I haven't been married, so I don't know how the conversation spirals and then all of a sudden it turns into a divorce. But I, I, I can imagine that it's a big issue. But I feel like if you do the little necessary steps now, it can save you, you know, years of headache that now you're in and then you're like, she's spending too much. Yeah. But did you not know this when she was going out every week? Did you not know way. this when she had a new coat every week? <laughs> did you not know this when he was buying new trainers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at that time, it wasn't our money. Mm. So you just like, oh, he's doing that. But you should realize when, when a guy is spending money in this particular area, all the time you realise that okay maybe he has an issue or maybe that's where his heart is at that time and it shouldn't catch you by surprise
1: I mean there's a book um, Dating Redefined uh, by Pastor Randolph it talks about the red flags identifying the red flags Mm -hmm. and this is even at an early stage Yeah, and this will help you and save you Mm -hmm. so much when you identify the red flags before you commit yeah so these are conversations you will be having and you'll see their spending patterns you'll see their Even their mentality on money. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: There are people that they don't value money.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. A tenner is the same as a thousand. Yeah. If it goes, it goes. goes If it came, it comes.
0: See, that's my issue. But yeah.
1: (laughs) So you understand all of these things from a very early perspective Mm -hmm. and a very early viewpoint. And then from there, it bases your decisions Mm -hmm. on whether to go forward on this or not. Yeah. Way up. If you can take it. Then but that's it. the
0: thing, people overlook it because, you know, oh, he's she, good looking. Well,
1: she's beautiful. She's yeah.
0: beautiful. So <laughs> we can work on it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, I was told something that people hardly change. Yeah. So what you see today is probably what you will see tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that, like, because obviously I'm a woman, so I'm, I'm talking about guys. But I think as a woman, when you see a guy, like, especially in a relationship, you see how he is when he has a lot of income, you know, when he's swimming in money and yeah, he's yeah. telling you, hey, money's up, <laughs> I got my peas up. You see how he handles that mm. situation. And you see when maybe he's lost his job and you see that how he's navigating through that, yeah. you know, is he still living like <laughs> like <laughs> he's going to work on Monday or is he more careful? Mm. Do you mm. know, I, th- I think... He- we need to be looking at this. It's not. Oh, he took me on a cute date. Sorry, that's yeah. that's not going to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> that's not going to pay your money. So that those kind of things is what we need to look at. It's not just do they have money, but their behaviour yeah. with money. You know, because <laughs> for someone who values ten pounds the same as a thousand pounds, don't be surprised when <laughs> you, you check your joint bank account and there's minus a thousand. You know,
1: there are people even when they're living at home with parents. Um, they don't contribute mm. or they don't pay for anything. For me, these are these are a bit of red flags. <laughs> I won't lie. I mean, personally... Oh, really? Yeah, I see it like, okay, you have the means to... You're not being asked to pay rent, yeah, et cetera, yeah. but you're living with family. You understand... You should be at a level where you understand that things need to be paid for.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're not contributing no way, nothing, and you mm. feel no way about it. Mm. I, for example, would look at that and then say, okay, this is something... That I must consider
0: yeah so how, how could that translate to in a relationship though
1: Now, nah, because if you are comfortable pay, not paying mm-hmm. because oh it's already covered then now when we are together and let's say I can pay for it yeah. you will not even ever consider saying oh no let me let me take it this time
0: yeah.
1: and would, there will never just be a thought to yourself that oh let me ease the pressure off of him yeah. a bit or yeah. her a bit, uh,
0: her a bit. Yeah.
1: by me taking care of it on this occasion Mm. And then that will bring its own strengths as well. Yeah. Because when he then loses his job, that same mentality you weren't providing or you weren't even given d- d- then. So when it happens the way it's happened, you won't give. You, you or won't, won't provide. G- yeah. again.
0: So yeah. then that's how
1: it can relate.
0: Yeah. That that is so true. I mean, people need to be looking at the signs because I think, like I said, because it's such a big part, like. Whether how you however you're gonna manage your money together, some people have joint accounts, some people it's like my money's my money, yeah. your money is still my money. <laughs> oh my you, do you know what I mean? Or like, you know, um your money's your money and my money's my money. Um all of these things need to also be discussed because then you will have an expectation that Oh, I thought that when we come together, our money is our money.
1: You know, these are things that I recommend are discussed even in counselling.
0: Yeah.
1: I've heard of a marriage or a courtship breakup because of the different ideologies the two people came regarding money. Really? Yeah.
0: Whereby the girl thing. did
1: say, my money is my money, your money is our money.
0: Oh, I was just joking about that. <laughs> no,
1: it's, it's true. It's true. Yeah. It's actually very true. People actually have that ideology. Mm-hmm. And then the guy's now thinking, wait, are you are you being serious? Because yeah. That's a joke, I can take it. Yeah. But if now you're actually being serious, it's a problem.
0: Yeah. And she was being serious. But then that's that also goes back to how we were raised. Because if we're from a household where this is how we saw our parents arrange um handle money, yeah then we are also taking that because we've seen it, whether it works well yeah, or not. That's it's all we've seen. We've seen it functioning. We've seen it happen. They got the bill paid somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it took hours of argument, but they got the bills paid. Yeah. So then that's what you're taking into thing, into your marriage or into your relationship. But it's good to have that conversation where it's like, no, this is how I think it will be feasible if we handle our money you know, and ev- so that we're all on the same page yeah. and it's not like this person is telling me how to manage my money. <laughs>
1: yeah. And it's good to identify who is um, who is more sensible financially. Yes. In the relationship and then give that person the responsibility to take care of the finances. Because you
0: know how we were talking about the other episode where it's like, there's a lot of pressure on the guy. And this is what I w- one of the reasons why I was saying that because the guy is all of a sudden the head of the house. Yeah. So... Head of the house means that he's making all the financial decisions to some. And he may not be the best with money. Mm
1: -hmm. I mean, just because you are the CEO doesn't mean you have to be the CFO. Yeah. You you don't have to be the chief finance officer of the family. family. Just because you're the the, CEO. CEO. So it's about understanding whose strengths are better where.
0: Mm.
1: And then, you know, delegation is a part of leadership. Yes. So as a man, you can delegate responsibility to your wife to say that you know what you are stronger than me and this way you have to put your ego aside yeah. put your pride aside and say yeah. you are stronger than me in this area I'm going to let you take care of the finances of the family.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know.
1: You guys don't want that. <laughs> no, we're praying. <laughs> yeah, we're praying. We're praying. We're praying. And,
0: and that's why it's good to have these conversations because I believe that us talking about this right now like is bringing enlightenment to some guys that to say like you know there's already enough pressure on you as a man. Yeah to function well as the head of the house that if you see that there is an area where you, you lack, that's where your partner's strength can thrive. And 100%. she, she can manage your money to the point where you just be like, wow. <laughs> like, and
1: then the empire grows.
0: That, that's it. Cause we're trying to build empires because it's through empires that legacies is built. And, we're we're supposed to be these generational thinkers. We're not just thinking for the now. We're not just thinking about, you know, me and my partner, but we're thinking about our children and our children's children. And so you have to put your pride and ego aside. It goes beyond, you know, just, oh, she's beautiful, but what does she bring to the table? Oh, he's handsome, but what does he bring to the table? And, you know, we're not just talking about, I know that finance is not just one sector that is like, you should focus on in a relationship but it's one of the big things that people overlook because they are enjoying the relationship Mm, mm. and so they're just like oh yeah but he makes me feel good oh yeah but we're doing all of this together oh partner in crime but it's like no (laughs) no one wants to do the dirty work like these are the kind of conversations you should have so that you know your the generations that are coming you know will benefit on the decisions that you've made together as a couple. But yeah, so everybody listening, I hope you took something away from it. Obviously, it's just me and my my homeboy, Henry, <laughs> Henry, Henry discussing all things relationship. And um, we are by no means saying that this should be the standard that you should go by, but we just want to... Um, elicit that conversation that you and encourage you to have this conversation if you are in a relationship to have this conversation with your partner um to see whether you match financially and even if you don't to work on it to come to a place of agreement um so that you're able to work together towards the common goal um which is you know the empire and um yeah, Henry, I just want to thank you so much for joining me again. You are welcome. Um, I've thoroughly enjoyed our episodes together. Thank and you for having me. <laughs> I believe the people listening have also enjoyed it, so... Thank you so much. With that being said, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Leave a rating and a comment if you're listening to this episode on Apple Podcast. um, And follow us on Instagram, EBE Project. Or if you want to follow me on my personal page, ABOX, which is spelled A-B-I-I-E-O-X. And I hope God blesses you to live an abundant and a meaningful life. Remember to excel beyond excellence.